What's going on guys? This is Asclepius from Tier 1 Gaming and welcome to the first ever podcast episode of Tier 1 Talks. Um, the idea of this podcast is that we just talk about cool things that we think are going on in gaming or interesting gaming stories and then a bit about our personal lives as well. Hopefully we just want to entertain you for about 45 minutes or an hour. Um, I'm joined by T1 Reaper. Say hello. Hey, what's up, guys? And then uh, we have the newest member of T1 Gaming, Kaylin, also known as T1 Uprising. Hello, guys. How's it going? Okay, so, um, what do you... Who wants to go first with something they want to talk about? Because I have... One, two, three, four, five good topics. Um, uh, you can go first, because I have zero topics. Yeah, I have about okay. like three right <laughs> so, now, so... Okay, so, um... Kaylin, you told us you liked racing games, right? Racing Sims? Yeah. Okay, did you ever play... Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit on, like, the original Xbox or the 360 or the PS2? Um, no, almost. Um, I think it was Need for Speed, I want to say Underground, something, or, yeah, something like that. Underground 2? Yeah, it was Need for Speed Underground, I think. I gotta look it up. But it was, like, one of the newest games that came out last for the 360 version. And it was a game that I was just, like, wanting forever. And then my dad got it for me for Christmas. And for some reason, when I went to go try and play the game, I actually couldn't get it to work. So I never actually got to play the game, um, which kind of (laughs) sucked. That's terrible. Yeah, it was, like... Kind of the most pointless Christmas gift ever. And to this day, like, I still have the game. And I just, I don't know. I couldn't get it to work on my 360. I haven't even, I haven't really tried putting it on, like, my Xbox One. Because I'm not sure if it's backwards compatible. Um, I just play the Xbox One versions of the Need for Speed right. games. You know, Heat. And um, there's another one that I just downloaded. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, about. those ones. Um, so, I mean, they're pretty fun. Um, I also played a bit of NASCAR Heat about, like, a year ago. Okay. Alright, so you're, you're very, like, up-to-date with, like, new racing sims. Um, I just found out, like, last night, and I told Chad about this, that Need for Speed Hot Pursuit was remastered, and it came out last month. I didn't hear anything yeah. about it. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I heard about that. And I sent it to him. I'm like, dude, like, we have to pick it up because I was watching, uh, it popped up on, like, my YouTube subscriptions page because, uh, T. Martin was playing it. I was like, yo, no way. Like, now I'm really excited because I want to pick that up and I'm just hoping they remastered Need for Speed Hot Pursuit too, and Need for Speed Underground too, because I'm, I really hope they do. Yeah. But I had no idea that it dropped. I didn't hear a single thing about it. Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. I want to say, honestly, it was like two weeks ago that I heard 
a bit about it. And even then, honestly, I thought it was just one of those, you know how, like, some people, especially on YouTube, they'll say, oh, yeah, this game is, like, coming out, but it's, like, a rumor. So it, it's never, it was never, like, confirmed. So I kind of yeah. disregarded it at first because I thought, mm -hmm. oh, it's just a rumor, someone trying to, like, hype it up for no reason. And then another YouTuber posted about it, and I'm like, wait a minute. Um, that's two people, there's a pattern. Uh, so I looked into it, and sure enough, um, EA did confirm for Hot Pursuit, and I believe Underground 2. I've just been mainly hearing about Hot Pursuit 2. Okay. Um, uh, are you planning to pick it up too? Is the well? Let me let me start by saying this. Okay, let me just butt in real quick. Yes. That, um, if Underground Two is ever remastered, that's the end of my Call of Duty career. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Okay. So, it's just done. Yeah. No more procedure. Right, no more camo grind. Yeah. No more dark matter. Underground Two all the way. <laughs> My question for you is, what Call of Duty career? Dang. Listen, I, I have a... <laughs> more than 2.0 KD, okay? So... <laughs> plus Diamond Sniper. <laughs> what a flex. Um, Alright, so what have you guys been playing lately? Honestly, oh, Call of Duty all the way. Yeah, I've been mainly focusing okay. on Call of Duty. I've played a little bit of Cyberpunk 2077. Um, but honestly, I haven't played it since uh, the uh, wait, first wait. like couple days after it um, released. I think I played it for like three days. And then, yeah. I don't know, I just completely switched over to Call of Duty Cold War. Isn't Cyberpunk kind of broken from what I've heard? It is. Like, I've heard it's I would say. Yeah, like, I've heard a lot of people just trashing it, like, as if it's the worst game in the world. And at least my personal experience, I wouldn't say it's the worst game to play. There are a few bugs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm playing on my Xbox One S, you know, and that game was really made for the next-gen consoles. So... I believe in the developers, they even came out and said, like, yeah, we kind of dropped the ball. We kind of forgot to optimize it for the, uh, like, current generation of consoles that's out. They mainly focused on next gen, you know, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Um, yeah. So yeah. considering that they dropped the ball on that, I mean, can I you really complain about it yeah. you know if it wasn't fully yeah. optimized now granted i'm not also trying to bail them out like they've been talking about this game for like eight years now everyone's been waiting um so mm -hmm. i feel like they've had plenty of time you know to um optimize it for the current gen because like eight War years Army. ago yeah. we didn't yeah. even have you know technically the xbox ones I, like we had well, the 360 still i believe Yeah, the, um, the new consoles came out in 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, I thought it was like 20. Because 2011, the reason I'm remembering this is 2011 Skyrim came out, and that was on PS3 only, or like Xbox. Like, there was no PS4. At the yeah. Time, so I'm pretty sure it was like 2012, 2013. Yeah, I believe the first 
Um, um Xbox One but, was October um, 2013. Yeah. Okay. Um, my thing is, like, I feel like... CD Projekt Red, like, just blatantly lied, rather than, like, they didn't, they didn't opt, like, they, they legit, like, lied and said, like, oh, yeah, this product, like, they advertised it for, like, the PS4 and the Xbox, you know, yeah, and they said, like, it was, like, for these consoles, and then, like, it's clearly just not, you know? Right. Which is, like, the main issue. I understand, like, people wanted to play it early, but, like, you have to choose, like, do you want to play the game early, or do you want it finished? And clearly, yeah, definitely. CD Projekt Red chose to listen to people who wanted to play it, like, right now, and it's like, it needed to bake more, honestly. Yeah. Honestly. And, like, I mean, even their, because they said, oh, yeah, on launch date, we're going to release... Um, like a 40 gigabyte update for basically optimization and bug issues. I mean, that first night, I, I legit stayed up all night when it was releasing and I was downloading it. Um, when I first played it, honestly, I didn't notice any kind of bugs. Um, my Xbox didn't crash or like exit out of the game, which honestly, a lot of PC players I noticed when they were trying to play it, they're playing this thing on the RTX 2070, 80, 90, and the 3070 graphics cards with, like, the best CPU that's out right now. You know, yeah. for Intel, the it was, like, the i7. I forgot which one. But I know Ryzen, like, they're playing on Ryzen 9 yeah. CPUs. Yeah. Like, there was no reason why that game should have crashed on them with a system like that. Um, but it did. Like, it yeah. would crash and just shut down their computers, which was kind of like, shocking to me, but, like, my Xbox One S, I didn't notice any bugs or glitches, um, I think the only thing I experienced was, like, a little bit of a lag, but it was, like, the slightest little bit, and it was only for a few seconds, and then it would play fine, but as I started playing it more, I would say, like, the second day, that's when I started noticing, um, some of the bugs, like, I don't know if you guys seen, um, images online or YouTube of, like, where the characters in the game just looks like they were made out of Play-Doh. <laughs> um, I actually yeah, did experience yeah, that on my Xbox, which was just kind of funny. I was like, at first I thought I was tripping. Like, I was like, okay, I need, like, to get some sleep, and then I realized, nope, that's just the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I mean, the story, though... Did you also hear about the save data issue? That if yeah. your memory yeah. like goes over 8 megabytes, it just completely bricks and you lose all yeah. of your progress. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, I heard about that. And again, that's something I haven't experienced. I mean, I would play this game when it first came out. Let's see, that first night, I started playing like around midnight. And I was up till 5 in the morning mm -hmm. playing it. So I didn't really save it. You know, that whole time I was playing it until I went to go sign off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to save this. Went back on it the next morning. And, like, it started from yeah. where I last left off. So I've never experienced that kind of issue. Though I did hear they fixed that, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Like, I supposedly they fixed it in okay. an update. Okay. So, but I'm just not sure if that's true for everyone. Right. 
I just hope it, like, it does get fixed eventually for, like, people who were excited to play it. But, I mean, I've heard scathing reviews so far, so do you, do you think you're going to return it? Um, no. Like, I don't think, I've heard a lot of people, I guess, like, Sony specifically, so PlayStation people, they've completely returned their games, which, yep. I don't know, for me personally, I wouldn't return it, because... One, I already knew once when I got it that this game was going to have bugs. Um, a lot of the beta mm -hmm. testers for it said there's yep. a lot of bugs, you know, so kind of expect that. But also every, I feel like every new game that's like that big and that like graphic is going to experience bugs at mm -hmm. first. Um, and it's honestly not really, I guess I would say at perfect stages until after a couple months it's been out. Um, and so I bought it already knowing that I was going to experience some bugs. Like, I mean, look at the game Anthem. I don't know if you guys all remember how Anthem played or if you guys played it, but that was another game I feel like it was really hyped up. Everybody was excited for it, and then you got into it, and it was just, like, really laggy, um, and there was a bit of, like, issues with it, I guess, for some people. It was also kind of shutting down their systems. Which Anthem, again, I didn't experience it shutting down on me, but I did experience a lot of lag. Um, and it got to the point where it was unplayable right, for me. Right. And so I kind of, that was a game I kind of dropped, mm -hmm. like just stopped playing. But again, I never returned it for that reason. I mean, I just kind of like, okay, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> that, I got you. you know what? That That's actually a really good point. Um, and I've been quiet a little bit, but... Uh, Anthony had like so much um, hype around. Yeah, opportunity. To be honest, like it, it, it looked. You were excited for that personally. I know. Honestly, I, I was. Honestly, I was. Just, I mean, from the trailer alone. You from told the gameplay, me to pre-order I mean, it. Open world, <laughs> sci-fi, futuristic shooter type of adventure stuff. But like when it came out, no multiplayer. Again, like all the bugs, problems with the game itself, to the point that, like, I pretty recently, um, I'm not entirely sure of the company that released it, but pretty recently, they started to, like, kind of backtrack on Anthem and, like, really fix a lot of issues and, like, try to almost, like, it almost seems like re-release the game. You know, like... And unfortunately... You know... After it came out, it's almost like... You know, how do you go backwards from a release? <laughs> yeah. You know, like... I, I Again, with like Cyberpunk and... You know, all the other games, it's like... How do you go backwards after a, a, after a game releases? I mean, you can't, you know? It's just like more patches on top of patches, you know, stuff like that. It, it just had so much opportunity, but, you know, I from what I hear, Anthem is uh, trying to trying to get a little bit better, you know, gameplay. I think they're trying to add multiplayer if it didn't already have it, you know, stuff like that, so. Yeah. But, unfortunately, yeah, but you know, it looked good from the trailer. It just kind of, you know, let down and 
you know, if a game isn't good, I think at it's too late release, to recover at some point. I know. Yeah, if a game isn't good at release, honestly, it, you know, if it doesn't pick up hype and you a lot of traffic audience. right away, then it almost won't pick up traffic at all. You know. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like yeah. as far as like Anthem goes, I think it's kind of been a while though that. If they do it correctly, they could possibly come out with, like, a remastered version. Especially, I mean, this might still also kind of suck for, like, the current-gen console players. But I feel like most games come out with their remastered versions when a new console releases. Because they want it fully optimized. And I feel like for the company of Anthem, I feel like that would kind of be their way to like re-release this game obviously build up a lot of hype for it um but they also need to like just really sit down and optimize this the game and optimize it not only for the current gen but also the next gen console players um and they need to do it i mean obviously with a, a lot of these like new titles and games being released now already i feel like they need to try and schedule it where um it's not colliding with already, like, a big game that's hyped up, you know? Like, don't release it right when, yeah, yeah. Um, like, the newest Horizon releases. Or, you know, like, obviously it's not going to compete with, like, Horizon Dawn. I also, um, that's a good point, because I also think that they need to almost, they would almost need to kind of come w- up with this sooner than later. Yeah, you know, especially with the new, with the new gen consoles, it's like you know you have the PlayStation Five that just came out, you got the Xbox Series X that just came out, you know, like previous gen consoles are going to be going away pretty soon. So it's like um, try, trying to come out, you know, with a let's say a re-release or or a remastered version. You know, you got to do that sooner than later because there's only like a handful of. Uh, of brand new games with the with the current gen console you know yeah i mean i feel like so they definitely have a chance with xbox um just because i haven't noticed too many like big title games coming out for xbox like at least the series x i mean they had halo that was going for them and then they just go and prolong it next year which honestly that to me i feel like is their biggest mistake um I mean, granted, I know they probably did that to get it optimized mm-hmm. better and to run smoother. But th- at the same time, it's like, well, don't mm-hmm. hype people up so much thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to be out this holiday. And then last minute, oh, never mind. It's going to be next holiday. Like, I was super disappointed when they re- released that news. Yeah, I get you. Uh, they definitely should have had, like, some first party title to, like, release. And I feel like they really, like, Halo should have been ready. It sucks that it wasn't, but, I mean, I'm okay with waiting for a game if it means that it's going to be better at the end, you know? Well, yeah. You know, because there's not a lot of games right now that are, uh, you know, exclusive to PS5. You know, you have the new Spider-Man, Miles Morales. You have Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm -hmm. You know, Cyberpunk just came out, unfortunately. It seems more of a... Mm -hmm high-end PC game than a console game at the moment. You know, you got Horizon mm-hmm. coming out next year. 
Ration Clank coming out next year. Godfall just dropped. Black Ops. And, uh, you yeah. know, you got some other good games coming out. Hitman, Gran Turismo, stuff like that. But I think now would be the time to, you know, come out with a remastered or, you know, re-release the game when there's not a lot of uh, yeah. content, you know, just to get yeah. a little bit more traffic. Oh, there's... Resident Evil is also going to come out, Resident Evil 8. And then, um, Sackboy A Big Adventure. And then a few other games, Gran Turismo 7, Deathloop, Returnal. Like, they're going to have good games eventually, it's just not right now. Yeah, it's going to take, you know, honestly, I think by springtime, there'll be a good handful of good games out there. Yeah. Real quick, what game would you want a third title of? Or like a, a sequel to? A sequel to? A, se- a mm-hmm. sequel to or a third title of? Like basically, you want another another game in the series to come out. Oh. Honestly, a... I mean, I've heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but... Um, a Skyrim game, like another, you know, open world style, but Skyrim game, just graphics a lot better, obviously, yeah. in this day and age. Um, probably more customization options. I feel like Skyrim has built up such a huge community that if they were to like release another Skyrim game, that everybody I think is just gonna go crazy over it um so I feel like they should definitely release one I heard a rumor that they might or they're planning to but again that's just a rumor I don't know if there's any truth to it um but it'd be really cool I think if they did yeah for sure Um, I mean they teased the Elder Scrolls 6 a while back but we've heard nothing else since. So yeah. Hopefully that comes in the next couple of years. I so, wouldn't mind you? seeing Call of Duty Ghosts 2. Oh yeah, that would be another good one. Not, not for <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, I feel you. Not for nothing. The story ended. Not in... The story ended where finger. they could finish it. And then I'm a little bit upset about that one. So <laughs> there's not a lot of games that I yeah. can say that about. But uh, called Call of Duty. I and first off, I enjoyed the game. Okay, don't get me wrong. I I think the game was pretty well balanced. You know, um, some people disagree. Some people say the movement was what made it. You know, lose a lot of interest. But I liked the game for what it was a lot. And the story I really mm-hmm. enjoyed, and I could definitely use another ghost too. And uh, bring back Riley. Yeah, <laughs> they they for do for sure. Yes. Yeah, they do. They I definitely agree dog, on that. Um, I would love to see a third entry into the Division series. I really like that Ooh. open world. Yep. That's apocalypse type vibe that they got going on. That's a good one. And like, it's cool to see how they imagine the world falling apart. I feel like they do it 
relatively realistically, you know? Without there being any uh, cause to it except, like, humans. Obviously, if it was, like, a zombie apocalypse, that's, a, that's, that's way different. But, like, this is, like, purely caused by humans, you know? There's nothing right. supernatural about it, which I like. So you can really, like, just see yourself in the world. Um, one game okay. oh. that... Oh, real quick. One game, I don't know if you guys all heard. Speaking of the, the Division, um... What's up? Did you guys hear that Tom Clancy, they were gonna, like, release a quarantine game? It, it's literally called Tom Clancy Quarantine. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um. I feel like this Rainbow is a Six game 14. that was not um like made to the public. Uh, um, they were supposed to release it this year. Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yeah, really? Uh, no, I actually haven't heard that one. Yeah, I have heard of the division yeah, coming out with like a possible movie or a show. Uh, that's a show on uh, Amazon. It was supposed to be a Netflix film. Was film. it? But they There's had, um... Over... Yeah, with okay. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um... Chad, I'll send you the link to Rainbow Six Quarantine. But basically, yeah, it's a show. But they have done some short films with, like, these guys on mm-hmm. YouTube for The Division. And it was actually pretty good how they did it. They I'll have, also yeah, they have a I'll show, they have a show on Amazon Prime Video, um, Tom Clancy's The Division Agent Origins, um, it was released back in yeah. 2016, it's actually really good, or is it a show, or is it just a, oh, it's, scratch that, it's not a show, it's like literally a 30 minute little film slash movie, if you want to call yeah, it that. Yeah, that's a short film. Yeah, I got confused. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I watched. Yeah, it was really good. I just, honestly, I think they do need to continue that on. Like, make a full-blown series out of it. Or at least, like, a correct movie out of it, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six. They were supposed to come out with Rainbow Six Quarantine, which, when I first heard about this... This was before the pandemic. Um, and then it seemed like all of yeah, a sudden, uh, like, um, they it just got, year. like, they put under year. the rug. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because of what's going on in the real world. Um, and they just kind of stopped. But, yeah, now nobody, um, I have no idea when they're going to release that. I think it was just a teaser to let people know they're working on another on another Rainbow Six game, because they just teased it last year, so I wouldn't be surprised if we hear something like next year or the year after about it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Real quick, I'd like to take a moment to uh, plug our giveaway, if that's all right with y'all. Oh, good with me. Um. Cool. Uh, to anyone listening, if you go follow us on Instagram at tier1 underscore gaming, that's spelled out, 
T-I-E-R-O-N-E underscore gaming. Um, same handle for Twitter as well, now that I'm talking about it. If you go follow us and tag two friends on our giveaway post, you'll be entered uh, for a giveaway that we're running. Um, and a little bit about it. <clears throat> Luckily, due, due to uh, some magical editing, the web page will be pulled up right about now for the Instagram team page. Yep. So you guys exactly know where to go and what to look for. Exactly. Um, so here's what we're giving away. We're giving away a starter kit from a starter stack from Rogue Energy. We're looking to give away the cookies and cream Rogue Energy and the um, Midnight Retro Cup. We're going to be giving away two starter kits from Rogue Energy, which come with five packets of different flavors um, and a shaker cup as well. Um, one Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Control Freak set. Uh, we're going to be giving away two bags of Player One Coffee. Uh, we're going to be giving away one Season 1 Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Battle Pass. And then one Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 5 Battle Pass. Uh, which, by the way, has the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> just a variety of things for people to enjoy this holiday season. Not everyone likes Call of Duty, not everyone likes Fortnite, not everyone likes energy drinks, not everyone has coffee, but I think we have a good variety going on that there's a little bit of something for whoever wins. So like I said, tier one underscore gaming, and uh, just follow us, tag two friends, and then you get more entries by following each player and tagging them. All of that info is in the description of our giveaway posts. Um, so now that that plug is done, um, I did mention Fortnite in that giveaway, and I kind of want to dive into that a little bit. Um, great, great. The, Fortnite, the you know how, like, yeah, I know. Um, you know how, like, when brands collaborate, they do, like, whatever their name times whatever the other name is, right? Yeah. Um, I wrote this as Fortnite times everything. <laughs> Because <laughs> they've just been killing it, dude. Like, yeah. they've had so many great collaborations these, like, past four seasons now. Oh, yeah, First definitely. of all, if we're going to just, like, name most of everything, we're talking Marvel, Marshmallow, uh, Travis Scott, Batman, or, like, the DC Universe, Star Wars with the Mandalorian and the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, they also did the Stormtroopers um, when, I think it was like two years ago, something like that. They had like the Stormtrooper skins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they're coming out with a Green Arrow skin. Yeah, I heard uh, about that. They've they have John like, Wick. Yep. They have, oh, The Walking Dead right now. Um, Halo. Also, Rooster Teeth with Red vs. Blue. They're doing some videos on their YouTube channels with them. Mm-hmm. And then Kratos from God of War. Yeah, they did Ghostbusters this last Halloween season. Which oh, I thought yeah. that was yep. super cool. Ghostbusters. Um, didn't they have um, Stranger Things? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yep, they had Stranger Things. And another movie. Uh, 
Yeah, real quick. Another cool thing I've noticed that Epic Games has done is they've even done collaborations with content creators. Lackland, um, uh, Loser Fruit. Ninja. Um, I feel like they did Ali A, which I don't know if you guys heard of Ali A. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch them way back in the day. Yeah. They did Ninja. Same. They did, um. Oh, yeah, Ninja. They, have, they had one more. Laser Beam. Yeah, there you go. That's the other one. Yeah. Yeah, they've had just some solid collaborations, and I'm absolutely here for it. I am loving playing Fortnite as Master Chief. Oh, yeah. Don't at me. Definitely. Yeah, I'll admit that was... A lot of people were bitching. (laughs) I'll admit. um, A lot of people were bitching that Fortnite, (laughs) like, they're like, oh, Fortnite ruined Halo. Like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) like dude come on just it's a skin yeah yeah so i'm not Uh, a good time on fortnite firstly let let me just say that if you're gonna put master chief into fortnite you need to make him like twice the size of like a regular person you know i definitely agree on that yeah then I feel like I do think characters need to be uh, like different heights. I'm not like I understand that some characters are a little bit more difficult to do that than others, but like take yeah. Groot for example and Master Chief, they're definitely not the same height as anybody else, and it's mm-hmm. a little for me, it's a little kind of. I don't want to say OCD, but uh, <laughs> it gets to me a little bit. Yeah. Like, Master Chief, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. Like, is at, like, eight feet tall. Okay, so. I get what you're saying, but I don't agree with it. Like, Fortnite needs it's... to compensate, okay? That's just, <laughs> let's just, let's Bro, get to that topic. They, have to, they can't, like, make the game unfair for someone who's choosing a certain skin, which Listen. is why I understand it and just look past it. If you're not actually playing Halo, you're playing Fortnite. <laughs> so that's, that's why I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't. No. No. Okay. I just don't agree. Um, I think Master Chief is Master Chief, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, Kaylin, do you have Minecraft? Uh, I do. Oh no. Oh, no. But Don't start this. I'm not really much of a oh, Minecraft yes. player. Um, Thank you. End the conversation right now. <laughs> Shut Don't no. get onto All this. Right. <laughs> Don't get onto this conversation. Can you let me finish? It's only going to end in creepers. No. Oh, first of all, Chad. Last time we played, you we got angry at each other. My house. <laughs> okay, let's. <laughs> If you want to start this, you destroyed my house. Alright, like what had happened was... Yeah, tell me... Um, tell me, I went mining. So... Okay? I went... Ted, listen, to yeah, anyone... Let me, let me, let me explain... Let me explain my perspective. I went mining, and I left my house, and I... Let me tell you, it was like a little elevated, but it was a square plain old wood house 
with like one chest, a Buy single bed, um, a crafting table, a furnace, and that's about it. So it was plain, but right. we so. had just started off. <laughs> and I went mining. Now shut up, okay? Jeez. <laughs> I, I went mining, and next thing I know, I'm mining for like two days. You know, this? I brought I brought an extra bed with me, and then next thing I know. Yeah. I come up to the surface and half my house is gone. Oh my and gosh. guess who's standing inside? <laughs> breaking everything and taking everything. Because, oh, I thought it was just a random witch house or whatever. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, so. I thought it was my, part of the village that didn't exist. I want. <laughs> no, no. Which house is spawned by themselves, alright? Secondly, what had happened was, I went exploring, and I found this house by the swamp <laughs> that looked like a witch's hut. I'm like, oh shit, there's a witch. <laughs> and there was actually a witch in this house, by the way. So, oh my God. I killed the witch. You're such a liar, dude. I broke everything. There is no witch. And then I burned down and There is no witch, dude. I swear to God. All right, oh right my outside. God, I feel my blood oh. pressure rising already. <laughs> He's getting heated, guys. You started a war. <laughs> Do you understand? You started the Let war. Finish. Let me finish. So, yeah, I thought there was... I thought it was like a witch's hut because there were like two. There was like a witch or two right next to his house that I killed. So I went in and I looted the witch's hut. Yeah, yeah, witch. And hut. then I burned it down. Yeah. Okay, you so thought, do you understand? And as it's I'm burning, not who much, started this? I'm not much as of a Minecraft burning. player. Okay, I dabbled in it like for I don't know, like thirty minutes when it first was like kind of hyped up and it came sure. out. I was interested sure. in it. But yeah. doesn't it say like on the buildings if it's a player's building like isn't their name part of it? I'm pretty sure their name is no. on the building somewhere no, like on not. the hut or something. No, there's not. Not at all. I thought for well, thanks so, for asking. If it was mine, I burned down the witch's. Oh wait, and then you didn't Chad, ask. You started this. Then Chad Turkett. I am not as in the wrong a personal here. spite and vendetta. You and burned it war. my house down, and then and I we killed each started. other. Yeah, no, and so you we burned actually my house got down. mad Shut at up. each other. Shut up! You burned my house down because I took down, his diamond sword. And I killed you, <laughs> and then you got butt hurt, and then that started the war. <laughs> What happens if someone kills your family? Guess what? You go for revenge. <laughs> we all saw Punisher, okay? What what family of yours did I kill? I just burned down your house. You burned down my house. Yeah. You know the bed? It was an accident. You see the bed? I had to kill three different yeah. sheep. Alright, look. It was like day one of Minecraft. You could build it back up. It wasn't that serious. It's the moral <laughs> of the story, dude. The moral of the story. Right. Um. Next anyways, topic. Anyways, what I was going to ask you guys is... uh, 
Two two things. Uh, one, I kind of want to start a Minecraft server with you guys. Oh no. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Episode one oh, is no. a finale. Oh no. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Episode I, I kind of really want to start a Minecraft server with you guys. Would you be down? I would be down. Just like I think we need a. I think episode one is where it ends. Episode one is where it ends. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I'd be down to. Absolutely not. Like, I'd be down. I. I have been kind of wanting to give it another try. So, funny story why I gave up on Minecraft. Um, I was trying to build, like, an underground house. Someone burned your house down? No. I was trying to build, like, an underground house, right? Like, a whole tunnel system. And I was even trying to build, like, yeah. kind of like an escape route, like, in case for some reason monsters, like, just kind of flooded my tunnels and I needed, like, a quick way to get out. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I didn't know this. This is literally how I found out that um, I get claustrophobic. <laughs> so... I don't have issues with claustrophobia, like, in my life. I've never felt claustrophobic, and at one point, my family and I, we lived in, like, a little trailer, like, four of us in a trailer that, honestly, a Labrador couldn't even fit in. Like, our Labrador couldn't, like, do a full 360 turnaround in this trailer. Um, And so I played Minecraft. I was trying to build, like, this tunnel system, and I got lost, in, like, a little box hole thing that I accidentally built. Like, I accidentally built, like, um, kind of like a hole. And I didn't realize that there was no ground underneath yeah. it. And so I dropped in, and I got stuck, like, like way down. And I tried building myself out, and I couldn't. And I started getting claustrophobic in there, in the game. Like, mind you, I, I wasn't playing this in VR. VR wasn't really much of a thing back then, because I played this, like... Back when Minecraft yeah, first yeah. came out. Um, and after that, I, in a way, I kind of rage quit in a way. I got tired of trying to dig myself out. And I never looked back. <laughs> so that <laughs> is why I stopped playing. Because I got, I made the mistake of trying to build an underground house and tunnel system. Not realizing I was claustrophobic in some small way. And I fell down a hole, yeah. and I was stuck. And <laughs> so, yeah. I've never heard anyone say that they get claustrophobic from a video game. That's a I close. know. I didn't think. I don't even think it's a thing. I really did not think I was claustrophobic <laughs> um, until that time. And even now, like, in life, yeah. if I'm in a small space, I it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm fine. But... I'm guessing in that game, in Minecraft, if I'm in, like, a really small space, I just kind of, like, I don't freak out or anything. I just feel like I'm in, I'm virtually there. Like, as if I'm literally in that tiny, tiny space. And, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. That is very um. interesting. You always see, like, the... Like the warnings of like the epilepsy and everything else, but never claustrophobia. <laughs> but I mean, to think that like a game can actually do that. I mean, it must have been like like to the point that you were almost like 
kind of like really concentrating and like invested. Yeah. Yeah, like I definitely really was. Like I game. was honestly I was like, "Oh, this place is going to look so cool. It's going to be underground. Like nobody will even know that it's like there." And so I was really into like just really trying to build it and um like I was laying torches around like to light my pathway, right? Because I knew, I knew I was like I might get lost underneath here. <laughs> and so I tried to like follow the torches, yeah. but since I fell in that hole, I couldn't. Like there was just no way. And I tried to like dig myself back up and out but it was just like endless building like i was sitting there building or not building but like how you like punch out the ground you know like how you like i don't know how to explain it but um yeah you were trying i was to, like yeah, there yeah, trying to like tunnel my way out for i think 10 minutes like just trying to tunnel myself out and i couldn't and i was like i'm done like i'm just gonna stop Right. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I'll try and set up a server for us because I would love to do that again. I feel like it yeah. would be really fun. And like I said, I think we just need a variety of content to post, not just like Call of Duty, which we've been mostly posting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just so people I mean, may not like Call of Duty, that. or they may not like. No, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, I keep interrupting. Real quick, going into about... This is actually one of the topics I had. Um, kind of like a question. Going into, like, oh, posting more content out there. I mean, I know right now we're, like, a Call of Duty team, kind of. Um, would you guys ever think about yeah. possibly trying to manage, like, multiple teams? Like, a Fortnite team, um, Rainbow Six team. You know, like, we're all one team, but we have, like, our different branches that we do. You know, that's such a I good I don't really think of us... Because... Uh, you go it, first. It, it's... Yes and no. Um, obviously, you know, different games are... Attract a much... You know, some games attract a much larger audience than other games. Right. Um, so, in that sense, yes. However, um, I think it, it comes down to... I don't want to say maturity because that seems kind of um, not. I don't know if that sounds right of me to say like it comes down to maturity, but like I don't know. May I think age plays a it really does like because um, like as 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 individuals that like are looking to um, you know run you know, some sort of organization or team at the level that we want to we also have to find like quality right individuals right and unfortunately we like to more or less find individuals that are above the age of 18 well yeah so to find somebody that like plays fortnite at a good competitive level above the age of 18. I feel like, I mean, to me, it's a little bit more difficult because I feel like a lot of more adults are right now. I feel attracted to call of duty than Fortnite. Yeah. Um, I mean, me personally, I, this last summer, like obviously before call of duty, call of duty came out, um, like the new game, 
I was really into Fortnite. Um, and I kind of like most of my content on Instagram was Fortnite related just because I was trying to like compete in the um, solo cups and tournaments I was going on. But honestly, I feel like doing all that. I actually came across more people that were over the age 18 and was trying to take, like, Fortnite seriously at the time. Um, I mean, especially, like, if you look, I mean, for esports, you know, you have to be that certain age level to, like, compete in those tournaments. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of growth with Fortnite. I mean, I don't know, not maybe at this like, second because of Call of Duty Cold War that's out and the CDL League, you know, coming out now with 2021. Um, but I have a feeling, I don't know, I just feel like Fortnite, in a sense, I don't really see it slowing down. I mean, obviously, you're going to have your, like, underage kids playing. But as far as, like, at that competitive level, like, people that seriously do want to find, like, a team and compete at, like, let's say esports tournaments, they know they're going to have to be, like, that certain age. Um, and I think, yeah. like, if, if you guys were, like, serious about it in the future, I'm not saying anytime soon now, because since we're still trying to, like, start out, get the bearings, and just kind of figure things out, like, how you guys would run this team exactly, and, like, you know, what content to push out, um... But I feel like yeah, if yeah. you guys were to, like, let's say this team were to grow bigger and things really start to, like, snowball effect and take off, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we actually have a couple, you know, people, like, wanting to join. And then it would be the matter of basically you guys or us as a team, like, seeing exactly where their skill level is at, you know. And then I think from there, I feel like there could possibly be that option of, of like, running maybe a separate team for a different game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, That's actually... So let me, let me bounce off that because um, what, what's nice is that, uh, you know, we're, we're based out of Vegas. And Vegas now has uh, one of the better eSports... eSports arenas? Yeah. Arenas. Literally, um, the eSports arena at the Luxor here in Vegas. Um and so very often, I mean, every single week, they do Rainbow Six Siege and they do Friday Fortnite. And oh. let me tell you, not for nothing. actually finding individuals for yeah like said future team you know yeah yeah definitely um i myself mean i have been always i've always wanted to play rainbow six like ever since it came out it was definitely that like shooter that i saw myself just kind of pouring myself into learning the game and getting good at it um 
and even at like a competitive level. But with Call of Duty, I don't know, like there's just it's almost me personally, it's almost like every time this is gonna sound really stupid. Um, but like every time when I jump on Rainbow Six, I always feel like in a sense I'm cheating on Call of Duty. <laughs> um I don't know. There, there's just something, like, I just can't. Like, I play, like, a match or two, and then I'm like, mm, okay, I'm going to go back on to Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> the playing styles are definitely different, too, and I think that also has a thing to do with it. Um, like, when you jump on Rainbow Six, and, I mean, obviously when you play, like, on a random team, a lot of times I don't even really get the full chance to, like, fully learn the game and, like really do anything in the game because I usually get put on a random team and these guys obviously you can tell like they're really good at the game they're taking it very seriously and they finish the match like within two three minutes and it's like I I didn't even get a chance to do anything um and so then I also don't like that I feel like I'm just sitting there you know trying to do something trying to get a kill trying to obviously take an area and my team's just like my, my team's just, like, already there doing it. And they're like, okay, match one. I'm like, what? So I guess that'd be the other the other thing why I haven't fully been able to commit to it. But it is something I'm still, like, in the future, I see myself trying to get into, even on, like, a competitive level. Yeah, I get you. Um... So, to answer your first question, I don't ever really see us as, like, specifically a, um, a Call of Duty team, right? I see us as, like, content creators, because, like, we don't, like, unlike, you know, first of all, it's really hard to get into the CDL, right? That costs yeah. a cool $25 million, which, I don't know if you know this, but I don't have $25 million, um, <laughs> it costs that much? Um, 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 yeah, minimum to franchise as a Call of Duty team. Um, so I did not know I don't that, to be honest, like, I really didn't. I don't didn't. see us as, like, content creators. You know? Um, maybe eventually we'll get someone to give us their hard-earned $25 million. But <laughs> right now I see us as content creators. Yeah, you may post, like, Call of Duty, but I don't, like, see us as a Call of Duty team. It's just because we also don't, like, consistently compete at this point. You know, we don't right. have a set roster with players who go to a competition or sign up online and compete. We play Call of Duty and we make content out of it. I, you know, personally think that so people, that was one of the worst decisions for Call of Duty. And... I agree. I mean, yes the franchise no. Call of Duty was what I feel what like. What I like about it is that it gives uh, people like a team for like their home city or their home state. Not everyone has one, and not every state like has a Call of Duty team. And like, I get you, but I think this way it keeps it like more professional by requiring like conduct. Um, Teams to behave a certain way, like their players are salaried. They have a minimum salary that they have to pay their players. 
things like that just to help it run more smoothly overall versus having random teams compete who may or may not get in to the league each and every year, you know? Personally, I disagree. I feel like it cut off almost 90% of the world. I think... I think there were so many other potential growing teams out there that even though they Mm -hmm. weren't able to, let's say, pay their players or, like, have such a representation, but just still had the same amount of skill as some of the, like, top players in the world... I, I mean, yeah. you know, anybody can come out of the blue, you know, like anybody can come out of nowhere and prove themselves and fully dedicate themselves. But to franchise okay. it, I feel like just cut that off completely. Unfortunately, I just don't agree with it. And I know some people do, some people don't. But I think it was the wrong decision. It, you know, I, you, for any team to now come up, it's almost like, uh, it's almost impossible any new team to come up, you know. Now you're, you know, you're just going to see now all these 12 professional teams, and that's it. Yeah. For the next years. What if they did like a combination where they have like, these staple 12 teams and then. So, yeah, have, you're, you're yeah, like, like a tier system. Spots to compete for. Like they have yeah. the challengers divisions and. You know, the online game battles and everything where you can earn points and, you know, so and so forth. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we really didn't see, we didn't, first off, we didn't see any teams from the Challengers divisions come up. Yeah. Every single team that we saw. Um, And that's my point. This year or this past year was already in the, in the, in the league, period. You had FaZe. Um, But to be fair. You had. Dallas Empire, the Mutineers, the Ravens, Seattle Surge, Gorillas, Hundred Thieves, um, like L.A. Thieves, Hundred Thieves, just Rocker, started. Subliners, Optic, Paris, Seattle, and Toronto were the twelve teams, and that's how it yeah. stayed the entire season, even though you had the Challengers divisions. So. What if, what if they had, like, a dual system where they do the Call of Duty League, like those staple teams, but then they also have spots, like a guaranteed minimum number of spots that will go to teams from the Challenger League, and those yeah. games will change. Would that be okay with you guys? Because I think at some point there needs to be, like, a minimum, like, we have these teams... And we're always going to have at least these teams competing because they're re- it, like guarantees reliability. You get me? Yeah. I I think I truly enjoyed watching the Call of Duty like weekends, actual like land tournaments. You went from you went from open bracket tournaments where any team. Of four individuals can sign up, purchase the team tickets, 
and go play and try to rank yeah. and try to move through the brackets. And you know, some teams went to Sage, you know, and outplayed these pro teams. And yeah, other other weekends uh, the pro teams competed much better. I think that it should go back to that where any team can sign up, you know, pay the pay the entry fee, compete at their level and see what they can do. And if they can compete well enough to make it through the open bracket to the closed bracket, I think that's more enjoyable and I think that's where it should go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did not okay. know that you had to pay twenty five million to get like officially franchised as like a Call of Duty team. That yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. That's just outrageous. Like twenty five million, like seriously, that's Yeah. I don't know how these other pro yeah. teams did it at first. You know, like starting up. Um yeah. I have no idea either. Um it should be I really think though. To be fair, it's going to be a good season this year because Hex got Optic back and Huntsman are no longer. He's competing as, they're competing as Chicago Optic and they sold their spot to, their Los Angeles spot to 100 Thieves. And so now we have like the big three of Call of Duty are in the CDL. There's FaZe out of Atlanta. Optic in Chicago and 100 Thieves in LA. I really think that's going to make for some good competitions this year. Um, bless just me. Um, you guys may feel differently. I guess we'll just have to see how it goes this year. Um, and I think that's about it for tonight, guys, if that's alright with you. We've been recording for about an hour now. Yep. Uh, I think we have a good conversation that we had tonight. And um, any closing remarks from you guys? Uh, you can go first. All right. Well, um, this was the first episode of Tier 1 Talks, brought to you by Tier 1 Gaming. Again, please go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Um, for most places, it's tier one spelled out, underscore gaming. That's T-I-E-R-O-N-E underscore gaming. Um, and then, again, we have that giveaway we're going, uh, that we have posted. It ends on the 31st. There's plenty of things for everyone in there, so please enter into our giveaway. It doesn't cost you anything, and you help support us by giving us a follow and again you get more entries by following and tagging two friends on whoever posted it all those details are in the description of wherever we posted it um thank you caitlin for joining thank you chad for joining oh by the way congratulations on your engagement and um thank you just for the fun conversation i've, I've actually really enjoyed doing this and uh hopefully we can continue going with this podcast. Oh yeah. I definitely had a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, excited for the call of duty season. Uh, hopefully, you know, every now and again, 
I do enjoy myself some different games. Fortnite, for example, uh, hopefully uh, Cyberpunk can make some, uh, you know, changes for the better, and uh, hopefully to see some new games coming out. But uh, you know, but uh, thank you for having me, and uh, I'm excited, man. Just uh, enter the giveaway and uh, just follow all the social media, man, and uh, just stay up to date with us. You know, we plan on re releasing uh, you know, some good content here and there. So. Yeah. Kaylin? Yeah, definitely. Um, it was great talking with you guys. I definitely enjoyed this podcast. Um, I, de I definitely think this is going to be a good thing for, you know, the team. And um, I think it will also be good to, like, bring in more traffic and just get ourselves out there, you know? Um, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to doing episode two with you guys. Good to hear. Um, definitely planning that for next week. And um, last thing I want to say is we're recording this on December 24th. Um, I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Stay warm. Protect yourselves with the coronavirus going around. And uh, we will be back next week to record episode two. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.